Hold on to your butts. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined as always by... I'm Mark. I have a can of Barbasol in my in my shower that I think might have dino DNA in it. And I'm Chad, and um, I just opened up a theme park, you guys. Y'all want to come? It's really safe. Oh, hey, what's the theme? Um, dinosaurs. 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 Um, so the movie we're talking about um, this week is Jurassic Park. Um, this is my pick for the um, best picture of 1993. Wait, you, Let me you, explain you how this-, this movie. I'm going to need some more details. Yes, so let me explain how this podcast works, uh, first of all, because this may be people's first episode to listen, which would make a lot of sense, since it's the first episode. Um, So the way the podcast works is we're trying to figure out what the best movie of all time is, and the way we're doing that, and by all time, I mean of our time, Um, and the way that works is we all... uh, the three of us each pick our favorite movie for every year we've been alive. Then we also look at the best picture of each year. And then we look at uh, the Razzie of each year. Just because we like to switch it up, switch it up. Um, and so each movie will have one episode dedicated to it. So we're starting it off. I am the oldest. I was born in 1993. We're picking Jurassic or I'm picking Jurassic park as my favorite movie of 1993. As it, stands it's gonna be the best movie of 1993 until we talk about chad's next week but we'll get to that later first i want to ask you guys have you seen any movies recently that aren't jurassic park well cody i'm I'm really glad you asked because i actually just uh got through watching um a really really long movie it was 18 hours uh it's called twin peaks the return and i would consider it i shut up shut up shut up shut up up. i yelled at you for 25 minutes before the podcast started about this. I have never um, seen Twin Peaks, and I had to listen to him yelling, and I'm just going to stop that right, stop that right now. Hashtag but, not but a guys, movie. But guys, but guys, if you think about it... It's not a movie. It's, it's a TV show. Uh, no, but I, I, I saw Annabelle Creation in theaters, and it was really spooky, and it was really good. And then this hey weekend, guys, I'm going to see It, and It looks really spooky woo! and good. And I can't wait. Guys, I just, is... I'm looking at my list of favorite movies, and can, 2004, can I switch it to CSI Miami Season 7? <laughs> fuck off it's my favorite <laughs> like, movie i was like why are you bringing this up now um uh yes chad i'm super excited by it um by the it time this good. podcast by the time this podcast drops we will have all seen it we will, yeah, we will go see it this weekend for. yes my, my um, favorite thing it. about it is that it's basically a who's on first of movies yes it is which leads to very fun things when talking to boys like you two when are you gonna see um, it see what it. Oh God! Here we what? go. Here we go. Here we I, go. I just want to know when I, you're gonna I see it. I'm gonna go see it this week. Happen. Mark, any movies recently? Um, I saw a movie b- based off of a city, um, Chicago. I thought you were gonna say Detroit, which is the movie I saw recently. Uh, <laughs> two, two very different movies. Chicago is a musical, and it's very fun. It is. I it is it. incredibly fun. Detroit's not fun. Detroit is not. It's a good movie. It's not a fun movie. Is it a Very musical? much not a fun movie. Not, not. Oh, well, okay. Well, actually, there is a subplot about musicians, uh, and they do <laughs> sing, but it is not a musical at all. I uh, think that every movie named after a city is a musical, like Detroit, Chicago, La La Land, Manhattan. True. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Manhattan's not a musical. It has a 20-minute Gershwin, like, just a picture with Gershwin music playing. We're talking about the Muppets take Manhattan, right? Because that has songs. Okay, well, that one is a musical. That one yeah. is a musical. Huh. <laughs> really makes you think. Um, what about London Has Fallen? Um, well, only one-third of that title is a, uh, a city uh-huh. name, so one-third of that movie is a musical. Okay, okay. All that tracks. All that makes sense mm-hmm. for me. Uh, the TV show Atlanta, also a musical. It's about music, so that's kind of close. Hey. Well, yeah. it's not. I don't know if it's about music. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I know it's good. Too much TV. Um, and all of them are movies, so I don't fucking know where to start. <laughs> um, um, okay, I'm trying to think if there's any movies I've watched recently. Um actually didn't get around to the theater this uh, weekend, which was uh, kind of sad for me. But um, I did watch the movie Urban Legend, <laughs> um, which came out in the 90s. What is a slasher. It's a slasher movie that wanted to be Scream very, very bad and mm. wasn't. Um, Jared Leto is in it, and he's... Uh, Twisted! He's very twisted. Jared Leto also, like, he method acts, right? And it's very interesting because in Urban Legend, he method acts as a very bad actor. Um, <laughs> it was a strong choice. He's actually been doing that for the past couple of years. I heard he put yeah. used condoms and sent them to all the Justice League. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's twisted. He's so um, twisted. Basically, the premise of the movie was like, hey, you know, all those urban legends you heard about murders and shit. What if they actually happened? And it was like, cool. Your movie sucks. Sorry. Did you guys, did you guys hear that he's in a prequel to that, uh, that B movie, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars Attacks? Um, <sighs> <laughs> I was going to make those more. Those are the cops. Do you hear the cops, was... <laughs> Mark? <laughs> those are coming to pick you up. I don't know if the mic's going to pick up the, uh, the sirens. I can, add, I can add it in and post or something, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, I was gonna make more Jared. I was gonna make more Jared Leto jokes, but like, I just don't. I'm not in the mood anymore. Like, I just want to talk about the movie at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, did I, I say- did I the kill that joke? Yes. Oh God, <laughs> Mark, stop. Um. Okay. So yeah, Jared Leto is gonna be in Blade Runner 2049 though, and that movie looks good. And it looks so maybe long. we can put up. It looks like it's two hours and 47 minutes long. I can just tell that from the trailer. Man, that's uh, it's not as long as that movie Twin Peaks The Return, though. That, that was oh a long God, movie. God, how do we get back to this? Okay, okay, shut the but like, fuck up. Cody, get if you think about it, it no, follows movie stop, structure. Stop, stop, It's just stop. longer. Hey, Chad, Chad, it follows no structure. <laughs> Let's stop. Okay. <laughs> And I like it, but it's not its not a movie. It's a TV show. Anyway, let's get into the movie See, we're discussing. But, my, but, my pick, my pick, my pick. But if you think about it, Jurassic Park is a TV show. It does have it does have four episodes. It has TV show elements. Um, oh there's like a cast I'm of characters. I'm dying inside. Jeff Goldblum was on Law & Order for a while. It's just a really short TV show. Okay, so... Let's get into the movie. The year is 1993. Beanie Babies were invented. And when I was a child, I had a Beanie Baby that was Triceratops shaped. Speaking of Triceratops, let's talk about Jurassic Park. Chad, have you ever seen the motion picture Jurassic Park? I have. Uh, Not in 1993, as I only had um, three days of existence in the year 1993. Um, But I saw it when I was a kid. It was like, when I saw it, I was young enough that it was like really scary for me and we watched it in Mm -hmm. in pieces for my comfort but like i remember there's spoiler alert if 
if you care at this point in the podcast um there's that scene with the triceratops sick on the sick in the mm-hmm. field and um mm-hmm. like just seeing a triceratops that close to laura dern was very very scary for me i thought i it was don't gonna want get anything her. bad to happen to laura dern right and as as a child chad you were very invested in laura dern's career and just her well-being overall. right like t- she went on to be in the longest movie of all time twin peaks oh, the return God, and like if I that triceratops that had gotten her <sighs> all right then, chad, chad that is the last twin peaks reference yeah no more we'll, no more we we will see Although a Triceratops does have a triplet peaks on its back. Why? That's not even good, Mark. Me? That's so... <laughs> we want people to listen to this. this. We are like 10 minutes into the podcast, and this is their first impression of it, is Triceratops triple peaks. God. I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to make a good podcast here. <laughs> Go on, Cody. We are, we are making a great podcast, and what people crave in podcasts, Mark, is to know whether or not you have seen Jurassic Park before. Um, I, I, I as well did not see it in 1993 since I was merely not. conceived in 1993 and not born. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, you were actually conceived during Jurassic Park. That's what I've heard. During the events of Jurassic Park or during the movie Jurassic Park? During While the it movie, was screened like in, the theater. in Tennessee somewhere. I, I yep. do not think my parents went to see Jurassic Park in theaters, much less have, don't even know if they've seen it at all. <gasps> that's so sad my parents don't really do movies yeah um so but, you but but, you but didn't watch it. i i when jurassic world was coming out i was like well i'm gonna see jurassic world because it's gonna be great Wrong. and well i was optimistic <laughs> at the time yeah um, so it's I a good like, movie i like it i yeah, thought i thought that i should binge the jurassic park series so me and you cody rented jurassic park i watched it then you went to work so i watched it again Mm -hmm. Um, With our friend Kelsey, I watched it again so that our friend Kelsey could catch up. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I I loved it. I mean, I watched it twice within 24 hours and was not tired of it. And then the series just gets better and better and better with every installment. Worse and worse and worse. Um, Okay, okay, four is not worse than two. Yeah, it it gets worse and worse and then like just slightly better. I think Jurassic World is worse than two, but not worse than three. Jurassic um, World is 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 better than two. Gymnastics saves the day, and it's really bad. Yeah, I can't get past. I can't get past gymnastics saving the day. Uh, then you have enough. not seen Jim Cotta, have you? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is literally the logline of that movie. Um, so as far as Jurassic Park goes, um, so this is my pick. So obviously, like I love this movie. Uh, it's my favorite of 1993. But when I was a kid, when I first watched it, I it didn't have like enough action necessarily to keep me engaged, like as a kid, because I was watching like Spider Man and X Men and shit. But like all that. those dinosaurs. So, no, I know. I I realize that now. But as a kid, I was like, ah, this is a movie my parents like. I I don't know. It's it's kind of slow. Yeah, I mean, it is, like, front-loaded with exposition. You don't really see a dinosaur Mm -hmm. until, like, 30 minutes. Right. And then the second time I watched it, I had just discovered liking movies. So I was a (laughs) pretentious little asshole. That's the Um, best phase is when you first (laughs) discover that, like, movies can be sophisticated and you just try to find it anywhere you can. When you're like the only thing I watch is Tarantino movies, and it's like, yeah, it's good, but there's other stuff. You deal weed, um, but so there's so also I Fight was Club. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And Boondock um, Saints. Oh, that oh, one's God. so so deep, so gritty. 
It's about um, things. They're Irish. So Scottish? what? So they're Irish. It's when complicated because the, they're killing people, but they but they're doing it for good reasons. I don't remember that movie, but I don't think it was for good reasons. I don't I really remember, remember it either. But that movie. It's a bad movie. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, hot take, I guess. <laughs> if you really like Boondock Saints, you've unsubscribed. I hope you don't. We've got good. We've got yeah. We've got good content coming your way. <laughs> Um. So, so the second time I watched it, I was like, "Ugh, this silly dinosaur movie." I don't know. Like, pff, I mean, nobody like monologues about Madonna in this, or like shoots people. I don't care. Um. And so then the third time I watched it, um, it was I had realized who I was as a person, and that is a boy who is obsessed with Steven Spielberg and Stephen King and stuff like that. Um. And. I like Stephen Harvey. Sure. I like big popcorn movies that are good. Like that's very much who I am. Um, And so I was like, okay, Jurassic Park, I need to rewatch it. They were re-releasing it in theaters in 3d and my fiance had never seen it. And at so the time, at the time, your girlfriend, let's be, let's be, get the timeline not locked down. At the time, my girlfriend, current ex-girlfriend, current fiance, um, she, plot so twist. she had never seen it. Current ex-girlfriend, because she's no longer my girlfriend. She is my fiance. Just want to make that clear. Future ex-fiance, future wife. Future ex-fiance, future wife. This is the way um, you presented the facts to us. It was a plot sense in the yes. true definition of the term. Correct. Um, And so it was the 3D re-release of the movie. And I was like, all right, I'll go see this in theater. In theaters, it was amazing. I have been obsessed with it ever since. Me and Mark rewatched it for Jurassic World. Mark and I also played the Jurassic World Lego video game, which is beat that which whole is, thing a hundred percent. Bitches, it's probably like top five Lego games in my mind. It's pretty good. Um, so Mark, I I really hope you remember this, okay? So while you play Lego Jurassic World, they play the Lego Jurassic or the, the regular Jurassic Park theme a lot. The one exactly. Um, the John Williams score it's great as always. But Mark, what I'm asking you is, do you remember the lyrics that we came up for for that? Because we heard it so many times that we was just it, like came up with. Okay, d- do it. it. I'll I'm tell you what it is. No sore in a dino world. Yep, that's what it is. Dinosaur. That's exactly what it was. I'm so glad you remember. Uh, I promise that's not a bit. Mark and I were so like tired of hearing that song. We came up with those lyrics. We um, probably put like 50 hours into that game. Every second of it co-op. As soon as you said you put lyrics to it, the first thing I thought of before Mark started singing was, I'm a dinosaur. So I feel yeah. I'm, I feel hey, like I'm, I'm, I'm a part of it too, guys. You I'm a part, are a part of, of, of it. We put lyrics in it. We didn't actually if, put effort into the lyrics. <laughs> right, right, right. Chad, if it was a three-player game, you know you would have been there. Even yeah, though probably. we weren't as good friends then. But we are now. If Lego Jurassic World 2 comes out, we're all meeting together in well, a hotel it would be room called, in Montana. It would, be, it would be called Lego The Fallen Kingdom. But Oh, God. Sure. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Don't remind me that that's what that movie is called. It's a good um, title. Okay. It's atrocious, actually. It's um, the okay, best so, so it Jurassic Park. It sounds too Park, much like Lost World. Yeah, it's not great. Jurassic Park. Um, so let's set some context for the movie. So Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg. Written by Michael Crichton and David Kep. Uh, yes, it's written by Michael Crichton, who uh, 
is very famous for his books. He co-created ER. And then you, what was the other writer's name, Mark? David Kep. He uh, he wrote Spider Man and mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. He's like the sixth highest grossing writer of all time. It helps when you made Jurassic Park, Cody. It, it does. You know what else he contributed to is uh, the remake of the Mummy. Hell yeah! He also wrote the the last Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible uh, and War of the Worlds. The last Indiana Jones. I just have to make that noise anytime it's mentioned. I yeah. Well, okay. Um, it also was directed by Steven Spielberg, but you you can tell his heart wasn't necessarily in that one. Um, and he has said such in interviews since. But so basically, so Steven Spielberg at this time, biggest director in the world. I would still argue that he kind of is and kind of always will be the biggest, you know, not necessarily the most prolific or the most like award winning or the most important of a particular time. But he is the biggest. He has his hands on some iconic uh, movies and franchises, like several. He he has a lot of clout, like when he attaches his name to a project, like you pay attention. Yeah. I don't know if he's making the best movies right now no but i still i love spielberg so much just because of everything he has done that like okay do whatever you want dude if you want to make dad movies for the next 10 years that's what is true to you i think that's what i love about spielberg so much is like he is like he's the kind of filmmaker that like isn't trying to be anything that he's not so like uh, when he made jurassic park the reason he did that is because he's been obsessed with dinosaurs ever since he was a kid and he's like okay i want to make a movie about dinosaurs um he he gets interested in lincoln he wants to make a movie about lincoln you know like I, i he he isn't always going for an oscar you know, and there's definitely some directors who you can like smell Oscar desperation on them. And uh, Spielberg really, yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I I love Spielberg. At this time when this movie came out, he had already been the biggest director. Like directed Pan, which didn't or not Pan, uh, Hook. Hook, which came out a couple years before, didn't necessarily do it well. It was the year of, I think. No, it was ninety one. Uh, when he directed Hook. Um, and that movie didn't necessarily do well, but it has since kind of become like kind of a favorite. Um, he had directed movies like Jaws. Um, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. All three of them by that point? Yes, all, all three of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like so, he he was he was a huge director. E.T. Six, yeah, uh, I don't know why I forgot to mention my favorite movie of all time. Um, but yes, he also directed E.T. Um, also, there is there's some like uh, conspiracy theories that he actually directed Poltergeist, um, which I'm very interested. By. It's been more or less confirmed that he co co-directed it. Wait, wait, yes, wait, 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 yes. wait. The Sam Rockwell movie. No, no, the original Chad. That wasn't wait. That was like a remake or something. It Chad, was, you've never seen the original Poltergeist, or is this a bit? I know it exists. I know it exists. I haven't seen it though, for real. But I saw. Is, but I did see the Sam good. Rockwell version, and it was very mediocre. Yes, the the original is very good. Um, so yeah, so Spielberg is the biggest dude in the world right now. Later this year, he goes on and wins an Oscar for the movie Schindler's List, which we'll talk about in a couple episodes. Um, but he before was, he does he was that, directing Schindler's List during post production of this. Which is insane. Which is crazy. Like, he was a like, madman. He was like, well, 
I just made he, it. He had his hands on both these movies like at the same time. Yes. He That's made, incredible. He made the Oscar winner and the biggest movie of all time to that point and for several years afterwards literally, at the same time. Literally, this production company that I have – I forgot what production company made this. Um, but they they were like, all right, Spielberg, you can make Schindler's List as long as you make Jurassic Park first. And he was like, fine, I'll make the biggest movie of all time for you. <laughs> yeah, casually, I'll just do it. And then, and I'll then make I will the win best an Oscar for year. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, I love Spielberg so much. Um, I get mad when people are like, oh, Spielberg, isn't he just like a popcorn guy? And it's like, fuck you, he invented it. Like, get out. <laughs> Um, he invented it and then reinvented it and then stopped making popcorn movies and started making Oscar winners. Yeah, like it's he like he no joke invented the summer blockbuster season. Like, are, come at me with whatever. Who else did that? Um, uh, if you're uh, looking anyways. for a specific place to come at Cody, you can do that on our Facebook group and you can uh, engage in discussion there. Continue. Correct. Uh, we'll do the rest of the plugs later, but for now... That just felt like an talk- organic place to bring up, like, please come at Cody and tell him he's wrong about Spielberg. Well, don't come at me, because well, I'm right. come at him um, hard, but yeah. Um, okay, so do you guys want to talk about... Uh, let's get into kind of like the plot of the movie, like kind of what happens. Um, so it starts off John Hammond, uh, played by Richard Attenborough, who was a... C- famous director in his own right he directed uh he won an oscar for gandhi um what was the other stuff he directed mark uh let me find it again i should know this uh greatest uh no he was in the great escape he was in miracle on 34th street he played santa claus um but he he directed chaplin and uh a chorus line oh interesting a chorus line okay so he won an oscar for gandhi because gandhi won best picture Chaplin got a lot of Oscar buzz and but reinvigorated Robert Downey uh, Jr.'s career. Correct. So, so Richard Attenborough, um, playing the character John Hammond, he's working on creating a theme park on the island of Isla Nublar. Um, it features cloned dinosaurs. Um, so someone gets eaten by a dino. So his investor's lawyer insists that experts have to sign off on the park. So he he like gathers his team of like experts who are going to sign off. Um, yeah, that uh, that scene was pretty rough for five year old me the first time I watched it. It's it's pretty scary when dude gets eaten. Yeah, it, it's uh yeah it it definitely starts off yeah you, like you know what you're getting into sort of sets like, the it, tone it, for like how this park is going to go. Right, it's which a, is it's not a, well. It's a really good beginning to the movie that I literally every time I'm like, wait, is this how it starts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I I always forget. Uh, I I always starts. think of the uh, the paleontolo- paleontologists. Yeah, like the, mm-hmm. yeah the dig yep. the dig scene is like being the beginning, but it's not. It's this really right. spooky, scary not spooky, but scary scene. Uh, so the his experts are Ian Malcolm, who is played by Jeff Goldblum, who is a chaotician. Uh, he studies chaos, basically. Uh, then you have Ellie Sattler, who is played by uh, Laura Dern. She's a paleobotanist. Uh, and Alan Grant, played by Sam Neill, who's a paleontologist. Uh, they're all asked to come to the island. Uh, they ride a helicopter. Um, Let's talk about these characters first. I want to talk about okay. the actors, right? Because they picked... Actors who weren't necessarily at, like, the like they basically found actors right before they took off. Like, for mm-hmm. existence, like, uh, Laura Dern was, like, 
kind of like an independent movie actress. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. in David Lynch shit, basically, is all she had really been in. Um, did you know that she was um, part of the first mother-daughter pair to be nominated for an Oscar in the same movie? Because of... Is it mother-daughter or just, like, daughter? Because Bruce daughter. Dern is her dad. Br- I didn't Bruce know her Bruce Dern is her dad. Her mom is also an actress named Diane Ladd. Oh, okay. Well, um, but, like, she she wasn't a huge deal at this point. I mean, she's gone on to be in a fuck ton of shit, like the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Eight. Ever heard of it? Ever Guys, heard of it? you're talking about Laura Dern's career. You mentioned David Lynch no, by name. No, you can't, Chad. No, and you, you told me I'm not allowed to no, talk about the return. You're not allowed to say it. You spit them all. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, and then Sam Neill. Sam Neill was kind of an unknown at this point. Well, he was he was fairly well known, but like he <laughs> way to take a stance, Mark. <laughs> way to like really be. Firm. I don't know what to think I mean, about this Neil guy. He was in Hunt for he was in the Hunt for Red October, and he was in uh-huh. Dead Calm. But like most of his stuff had been Australian movies. Um, he was almost James Bond, which is he, insane to me. He wasn't. Right. Um, but since he should have been, has, he should have been Bond. He'd have been a good he's, Bond. He, I think he would have. Except he, would've really, been, he looks um, like like a classic Bond. Like he looks like he could have. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not, none of this Daniel Craig crap. Speaking of James Bond, super quick. Have you guys ever watched the movie Doctor No? No. No, uh, Doctor No. You might as well call it's me. Not, <laughs> right. <laughs> Never mind. It's hey guys, it's not a good movie. It really kind of blows. I watched it recently. Anyway. Was that like the first oh. one or something? Or That's the first no. one, yeah. Well, it was yes, the first? Yes. Well, yes, let's start counting Casino Royale. What are you talking about, the, It's a Mark. Casino Royale spoof movie. It came out afterwards. Did it really? Yes. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> that was uh, a diversion. Sam Neill has continued to not do much with his career. He was in like Guardians <laughs> of Gahul. And Jesus, Mark. the live action Jungle Dragon. Book in nineteen. The, he was in the first live live action Jungle Book. Hey, Sam Neil, get your career together. Make some. Well, he's stuff. in the new Thor Ragnarok, doing he something. Is. Hey, we don't know what he's doing. Hey, you know who else Jeff is in that? Goldblum got him in there. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Jeff um, Goldblum. That man Jeff always Goldblum finds ha- a way to help out his friends. Uh, again, Jeff Goldblum wasn't huge before this. He had like just gotten recognition for like The Fly, but after this, he was in like. Independence Day and oh, he cats went on to dogs. do cats and Why did dogs. Why I put cats and dogs on this list? <laughs> <laughs> because it's the highlight of his career. It's his second time as like a huge scientist. I love him in cats actually, and dogs. I actually like him in cats and dogs too. He's curious. He's curing I mean, dog well. allergies. Like what a good dude. And the cats hate him for it. He also did a guest stint on the TV show The League, playing Ruxin's dad. Well, right. Think about that. right. Yeah. It's pretty good casting because Jeff Goldblum does look exactly like Nick Kroll, kind of. Yeah. Like wow, they're both Jewish. They're Congrats. Related. Yeah. Also, on uh, also coming to the park are um, Hammond's two grandkids, uh, Lex and Tim. I actually uh, found out recently Tim, the actor who plays Tim, is playing one of the band members in the new um, Queen biopic. Oh. Oh yeah, um, I don't know yeah, how to feel about that. I think he's playing the. I think he's playing the bassist. I'm unsure. I was gonna say that kid sure grew up really fast, but like I was like a bait. I didn't exist when this movie came out. So like, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And you're married yeah. now. He was also um, in the Social Network, and I don't know who he was. Me either. Um. So so those are the people coming. Uh. There's a cool scene on a helicopter. 
um, where they kind of explain everything. Uh, sort of. They uh, well, no, because they don't know they're just dinosaurs. Way to just completely just walk back what you just said. They yeah, explain everything. Like, take a Wait. stance, Cody. Take I know a it happens. Um, so they don't know that dinosaurs are in the park yet, but they're just kind of just talking about the park in general. There's a cool moment where Alan Grant can't figure out how to like put his seatbelt in. He can't put the male and female parts together. Yeah, he just has so like he just two takes of... two female parts and ties them together. So he like finds a way, with two, which becomes a big with thing two later. Females, he finds right. a way. Right, which it happens later in this movie when just, the dinosaurs. Just remember that later uh, in the movies, movie, guys. There's right. a major lesbian uh, subplot in this movie. Nope. <laughs> we can spoil the movie There's before like we get to it. People have seen this movie. One adult female in this movie. <laughs> if there's yeah, a le- exactly. lesbian plot in this movie, I'm actually going to say that it does not pass the Bechtel test. Thanks, Mark. Um, Spielberg is so, a sexist yeah, so, piece of shit. Nope, do not speak ill of my album. No, but I'm idol. just saying the um, Bechtel test is 100% foolproof. This movie is problematic. Continue, I'm sorry. I I just think... I'm just going to let Chad die <laughs> on this hill by himself. Um, yeah, so anyway, this is a good moment of foreshadowing because it shows later, even though all the dinosaurs are female, life uh, finds a way. Wow, not even and the best gold woman I've heard. Well, what's, what's life, your goal? Well, I wasn't really trying. Life uh, finds a way. Really bad. Yeah, that was pretty well, bad. Well, Chad. Um, this I don't want to do a gold bloom. It's 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 what it's. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Um. So so if yeah. Um. Hammond explains to everyone. So they get to the park. Uh. Hammond explains to everyone how the cloning process happened. Uh. With the help of the greatest character in all of film history. Mr. DNA. Who Mr. Is an DNA. Anthro- <laughs> Chad, you want to get one in? Dinosaurs! <laughs> Thank you. Um, so he's an anthropomorphic strain of DNA, and he, he is the greatest character. He is also a cartoon, to be clear. Right. He's oh, on yeah. A, he's on a <laughs> yeah, TV screen. I guess he's not just walking <laughs> around. Right. Just, he's on a TV screen. Like, this movie took a huge turn. It was, like, kind of on the cusp of reality until a giant strain of DNA. I think so. I think Mr. DNA, I think Mr. DNA is a really great character because one, he, he's Mr. DNA. And two, like in a book, you can read like two pages of exposition and it's not a big deal. But like in a movie, you can't just have someone be like, oh, yeah, this is how we made these these dinosaurs. So like they they bring all that exposition into like uh, yeah, you, you literally a tour of the facility. You and set it's the like, characters in an amusement park ride, so they're being amused while they're learning about the park, while the audience is learning about the park. It's perfect. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah, it, it it's one of the best, like, for real exposition dumps I've ever seen. And, like, it doesn't, like, feel wrong. Like, it, it feels like the best It's all way enjoyable. To do the voices are fun. <laughs> I mean, that makes it sound childish. The voice but is like, the best. At the same yeah. time, it's explained very clearly. It's like, it clears up like why they were digging up uh, the amber with the mosquitoes earlier mm-hmm. in the movie. It's it's great. And there's also a part where Hammond, like, in the actual ride, Hammond will be talking to, like, they're like a, a Hammond on the screen <laughs> like is talking Hammond, to a, yeah. a tour guide. And, like, he's, like, talking to himself. And it's, like, he's, like, struggling to keep up with the pacing of it. And it's really funny. 
when he pricks the finger of the on-screen version of him, and that's my favorite part, to get a blood sample. Yeah. I, I, I also think I love Mr. DNA so much because the Mr. DNA role is filled by Jimmy Fallon in Jurassic World, which is like, come on, come on. Don't try and replace a legend, Jimmy Fallon. Well, I guess that's kind of Jimmy Fallon's whole career. In the in the sequel, yeah, he replaced the legend the of Jay Leno, the well-loved legend of Jay Leno. Um, I like Jay Leno better. I like Jay Leno better than Jimmy Fallon. Hey, have you uh, seen this um, in the news? There's, there's hey, dinosaurs. Let me tell my joke. Let me uh, tell my joke. There's dinosaurs and, uh, going loose in this park. Uh, that, that's that's not a park I'd like to go to. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this in the news, but uh, uh, that's that's my that's my Jay Leno. It's not bad. It's not a bad Jay Leno. Um, in the in Jurassic Park Two, the role of Mr. DNA is played by a gymnastic bar. Ugh. Gymnastics save the day, oh, and I hate it. <laughs> anyway, actually, um, they, the so gymnastics uh, does like mirror something in this movie. Like uh, the I forget the, the, little, hacking, the, the yeah. little girl's name, but she uses her hacking to save the day in a very it's believable a, setup scene. She's not like it's doing a unix a, system. I know this. <laughs> she's not like doing flips and kicking a raptor in the face and like knocking it over. With but the she gymnastics using the, moves. the goofiest looking computer interface I've ever seen. It was 1993. It's pretty bad. That's not how computers work in 1993 yet, either. Sorry. Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We're not there yet. Uh, so then we see a disgruntled employee played by Wayne Knight, who you may recognize as being in Space Jam. Newman. And yeah. Being Space in Jam is what people know, know this guy from. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Come on, Seinfeld's like the biggest is. show of all time. It it shouldn't be where you know him from. Never watched that. Never watched it. It is, um, it is great. It's basically I no, like you. like Co- I've Cody. Seen Cody, if you hate, if you watch hate. it from the beginning, it's basically like a nine season movie. <laughs> God, it's I like hate the best. It. Can we get <laughs> movie? Can we get through this movie, please? Um, Man, this podcast is really long. It's basically a movie. <laughs> It's getting there. Um, so so that character, he's trying to sell off some dino DNA um, just to make money. He's kind of a disgruntled. Um, so he's going to hack the park in the process. So it'll allow him to like steal the DNA and take it to the rival company, InGen. Um, so then everyone but Hammond and the park employees, played by Samuel L. Jackson, and a random um, like raptor keeper... Um, so everyone but those people go on a tour of the park uh, along the w- along the have way. We, they encounter. Have the we mentioned the lawyer yet? Yes. Okay. I was. Um, listening, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. The the lawyer Sorry. is is with them this whole time. Um, yeah. So uh, everyone but those employees um, go on a tour of the park. So along the way, they encounter the sick triceratops that Chad mentioned earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Ellie stays to help uh, help the Triceratops so she doesn't go on the rest of the tour. Um, then a tropical storm comes to the island, and along with Nidri, who is Wayne Knight's character, along with his hacking, the park's functions completely go out, and the jeeps are stopped. Um, a very scary T-Rex escapes, messes with them. You get a good moment where water is shaking. Everybody's scared. Um, the lawyer runs and hides in a bathroom. The dinosaur eats him. Um, he injures Malcolm. Um, the, the kids and Grant, like, get 
their car gets like pushed off. They get stuck in a tree. Elsewhere, randomly, uh, Nidri is running to escape to like um, give the dino DNA to Engine. He gets killed by a bunch of uh, poison dinos. So things are looking okay, so that was pretty bad. That was a lot yeah, all at you once. You just summarized like <laughs> yes. an hour of this movie in one paragraph. Including, I know, but, but it including all, it all, arguably all the one. most iconic scene in the movie. Like three of the most of iconic scenes in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But I'm trying to keep us rolling. Um, of course. So, yeah, the the T-Rex is a big moment. Um, I think the only moment that could possibly beat it is one earlier in the film. Um, which we didn't talk about because it doesn't like super fit in the plot summary area, but it's when the, um, when everyone sees dinosaurs for the first time and you see Laura Mm -hmm. Dern and Sam Neill like freak out because they're so excited. Like this is coming to life. That's the best moment to me. By far. Yeah. My favorite part of the movie is like seeing, uh, Grant just like fall to the ground when he realizes there's a T-Rex on this Island, just like all his life he's been studying these things and he gets to see them. It's just so right. cool but so the well t-rex done. is is the is the biggest probably or mm-hmm. one of the biggest like action set pieces of the movie and you get some really cool like there's the, the water shaking yeah, yeah i mean then the rear view mirror yeah that and mm-hmm. then the With whole the, like um the tension of them waiting for the t-rex to come and get them uh and timmy having the uh the the glasses that let him see in the dark like it's just such a really cool oh, yeah. setup. Mm-hmm. And it, it well, what's fascinating about it is it's kind of people just trapped in a car for a while. Yeah. You know, they it's not like they're moving around a ton. Yeah. And very quickly it just goes south real fast. Yeah. Um so then Grant and the kids they make s- shelter after the shenanigans of like being pushed in the tree trying to escape uh from the car all that kind of stuff. Um Grant sees dino eggs and this is when he realizes that they found a way to procreate and the reason is has found the way to continue on on the park the island I don't even know what that was Life supposed found the way. What is it's my Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> All right. See, life it's, found the I'm way to continue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let, let's move on. Um, so the reason that they've been able to procreate is because amphibian DNA was um, used to like help get the DNA's, uh, dinos back. And uh, apparently amphibians can kind of switch sex. Yep. Um, didn't uh, didn't know that till I saw this movie. Me either, uh, and I don't think it's all amphibians. I think it's a certain like species. Right. So Hammond picked the one frog that could right. find a way. Okay, let's not poke holes <laughs> in frogs, this movie. It's a crazy. No, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not poking holes in it. If frogs, they they find a way. All right. Fro- frogs find a way, all right. Okay, all right. that's not even the same voice as okay, earlier. Stop. <laughs> no, nah, it's my Jeff Goldblum impression. Um. Okay, so he discovers that Ellie um rescues Malcolm, and then so her and Malcolm go back to the base. Um, Jeff Goldblum gets the lay with his shirt open a lot, <laughs> just to, like a supermodel. I love I'm sure the way he has seen the meme of that. It is a, a kind of absurd. He could kind of do anything and it'd just be an incredibly stylish. 
He right. hurt his leg, right? And so he's right. got to like sit there with his shirt wide open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like I get but, it if like he cut his shirt, his his belly or something, and they like cut open his shirt to like stitch him up or something. Right. But he just wanted but, to show off no. his tummy. He was contractually yeah, obligated which, to show off his tummy. Yeah, is, uh, I mean my theory. All the more power to him. Uh, so Ellie and the employees try and reboot the system. Um, while elsewhere in the park, Tim and Lex and Grant are like climbing down an electric fence. Yeah, so so um, and they are they are so bonding right yeah, now. Yeah, so oh, earlier so in the movie, it's been made like very clear that like Grant does not give a fuck about kids. He stabs a child in the in the okay, gut with stab, a raptor. He just, he just pokes. He, he pokes a child in the gut. Hey, right. there's a there's a fan theory online that that is Chris Pratt. No, no that's the anyway, dumbest let's shit. Let's move on. It's move really on. that doesn't even work out in but terms he, of age. I don't think. Oh, it actually does. I, I guess. It does. It does with age. Um, and apparently, it just like gave him a fascination for raptors, and so he went on to be a raptor tour guide in Jurassic World. It's dumb. It's dumb. And he, yeah. he also he also I think he saw a motorcycle in that scene, and he um was inspired to ride motorcycles. Yeah, did he run into somebody who hates female characters as well? Um, Wait, Colin? <laughs> yeah, Colin's in the scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know Colin Trevorrow did. Um, that's very clear from Jurassic World. Um, okay, so, yeah, so th- they're, th- Grant doesn't like kids, but they've been bonding. They're kind of like finding a father figure. Uh Within yeah. him, because their their mom is getting a divorce from their dad, and you can kind of tell uh, based on the language that it seems like the dad is kind of a no good dad. Um, so they're kind of finding a surrogate father figure with um Grant. And the, the um, kid, so the kid, like the whole time, has like really, really liked Grant, and like been talking to him about mm-hmm. dinosaurs and talking oh, yeah, about all these. He's dino read facts. his book, and he's like trying to create small talk with him the whole and time. Grant and will ha- none Grant's of it. It's just like. Yeah, he's like, I, I hate kids. I, I can't do this. But I love the part when um, the lawyer runs away when they first see the T-Rex. And this, like, really shakes up the kids. And, like, the girl is just, like, having a panic attack. Like, he left us. He left us. She can't, like, drop it. And then uh, Sam or Sam Neil Grant uh, just, like, says, I'm not going anywhere. Or, like, well, I'm not leaving you i love that okay part. i don't yeah. think he says that that's i also scary, need you to but... work on your impressions chad <laughs> yeah um, i'm not going anywhere okay it's so it's a it's a scientist sound like um so so they're like trying to climb down an electric fence of course it gets turned back on at the last minute tim gets shocked but he's good um silly so here the, the rest it... of the film right um, Grant and the kids make it back to the visitor center. Finally, um, Grant goes to look for Ellie, and of course, because they left Tim and Lex alone, they're hunted by raptors in a very cool uh, kitchen set piece. Uh, luckily, they escape. Uh, they get back with Grant and Ellie. They get everything back up and running in the park with the aforementioned hacking. Um, and they're still being chased by the dinosaurs. They're still being chased by raptors. Um, and then a T-Rex Machina saves them from the raptors. Um, and then Tim, Lex, Malcolm, Ellie, Grant, and Hammond all escape. Now, I'm not, I'm not about cinema sins or any of that nonsense, but God, it is don't. interesting. 
interesting how like uh, other any other time in the movie when the t-rex is coming the whole earth shakes and then like when it's most convenient to them and it's like gonna save the day at well, the last second it just appears it's called dramatic filmmaking also they're not well yeah yeah that's why i said i'm not a cinema sins guy but, right you right. know it's it's kind of eh. they noticed the ground shaking because because they were like they were like waiting and there was high tension but like they were distracted yeah. by the fucking raptors the whole time yeah, that's true. Yeah, but the if they had just taken wild. the they... time to get to know the Raptors, maybe they would have been cool motorcycle buddies and oh God, been stop. their best friend. Stop! I, for one, love the T Rex Machina. Yeah, it's and... great. It's such a like glorious, just like triumphant moment of just. It's awesome. It I was actually it. like not even in the original script. Uh, Spielberg decided on that what? pretty late. Yeah, originally the Raptors were going to get caught in the Dino Raptors' mouths and get killed that way. Wait in the in the what? So what? so in the visitor center, there's like a there's a uh, there's a skeleton T Rex. I think I said that wrong. Oh, but, you said okay. Yeah, sorry, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. but like yeah. the the skeleton. So they get T-Rex, trapped the in the skeleton. Get caught in that mouth and they like slam on him or somehow. But Spielberg was like, no, I want like the actual T Rex that's been like. Hunt like chasing them because like the theme is that like the or the idea there is that like the the T Rex doesn't want to eat the humans it just wants to eat right right yeah 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 for sure yeah God it's such a good moment this movie rocks this movie rules it really does and then we end on the the shot of uh, Grant and the kids hugging each other on the helicopter. That's so and then good. The, the birds flying. For some reason, just that final shot of the birds is like just magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's the birds flying. You see, that, like, because that's what nature looks like now. And then you see the water, and then just directed by Steven well, but Spielberg. Al- like, it's so. But good. also, like, raptors evolved into birds. So, like, it's kind of like right. raptors used to be like that, but now they're like this and they're still here and they found a way to survive and we can find a way to survive. Yeah, it's. Oh, God. It's so good. It's such a good movie. It's, it's um, very good. For some reason, like. Because it had been a while since I'd rewatched it. I had like tricked myself into thinking the dinosaurs looked really fake in the movie, and they looked so real. Yeah, they like, looked possibly like the realest of real. any. Yeah, the Triceratops scene is amazing because it's just all like a big prop that they just built to look like mm-hmm. like a real dinosaur is just sitting there breathing. And there's like straight up like Gr- dudes. Grant is like there's like dudes inside of the Triceratops like pushing it up and down. Like it's like yeah. it's puppetry, but it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, you, you're saying that like all puppetry isn't amazing, and I will point you to nine thousand Muppet movies that yeah, will prove you. But I've never seen Kermit and been like, "Is that a real frog?" <laughs> oh, well, maybe that's just me. <laughs> that's maybe that's that's, fair. <laughs> that's just me. But Miss Pig- uh, Miss Piggy is fairly believable. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I, Gonzo. I, I, I believe Gonzo is a real. Thing. I definitely think that he is a uh, alien. Alien. That's Muppets the whole from Outer Space. Confirm that, right? Muppets 2000. Yes. Yeah, the Muppets movie 2000. No, Muppets like from Outer Space. No, Muppets from Space. Um, I was thinking so, of Pokemon the movie 2000. <laughs> when which also there was involved Pokemon aliens. from Outer Space? Right. Yeah. So, uh, Chad, you, you hit on something which I, I find fascinating about this movie is like it was released, uh, what is it now? Twenty. I mean, 24 years ago. Um, and it 
I think it holds up with everything now. Oh, yeah. like, I think Better the, than most like special effects driven movies of that time. Mm-hmm. If not if not all. Like Well I, I think so. What's too. what's great about it is that they use they use CGI a lot for like a lot of the long shots. Mm-hmm. Like the scene with the where they first see the dinosaurs is CGI and the scene where the, all of there's like the herd of whatever dinosaurs running. That's all CGI. But like the dino like the mm-hmm. T Rex attacking the the cars is like a, a like a actual like animatronic t-rex attacking that's right. a big puppet and the God, the so raptors cool. in the kitchen is like a dude in a raptor suit chasing those kids that's insane yeah it's crazy See, that was the that was the scene specifically that i remembered thinking looked really fake for some reason i just like made that up in my head because like it's no, like that you believe yeah. they're there because they actually are there. Like they have right. a very strong presence in the shot. It's, it's so like good. that I that kitchen I, scene is so great because like there's so many like reflective surfaces and like which lets the light like lets them do really cool thing with mm-hmm. lighting and like the idea of ref, of like shooting in a room with puppets and cameras with a fuck ton of like reflective surfaces is like such a challenge. Like just to shoot mm-hmm. and they like nailed it and it's terrifying and very believable and i think mm-hmm. that's also why you get such good reactions out of the kids yeah because there is something there in their face like right. being scary i uh, god it's so good <laughs> like I, I i just i'm just so wrapped up in like how good of a movie it is and like how well it holds up um it's and the kids in jurassic world look bored the whole time well that's because jimmy fallon honestly kind him. of uh, fair enough um <laughs> But I also think it holds up relatively well in its treatment of its female character, especially especially compared to Jurassic World. Like Laura Dern, like gets mad at Doctor Hammond for like him saying something. Yeah, he's like he's like let me go do something, and she's like, no, I can do it. Like. Yeah, she's like, why? Because I'm a woman? Like literally says that, and it's like, okay, that's much better than oh, we hate this female assistant let's oh, watch her get murdered I, I really like the female assistant lady with the personality and the name um, <laughs> she, she had a personality and it was i hate kids yeah mm-hmm. God, she was on her man. phone the whole Ugh, time freaking millennial right. am i right can't get their their damn eyes out of their their damn phones she was probably their, on, their on twitter book or face she deserved face to be or whatever. by the triceratops or not yeah, the pterodactyl. The pterodactyls even just meet. It's just so insane. That movie came out in 2015, and Jurassic Park came out in 94, and like or 93, and like it just it just does everything better, characterization wise, gender politics wise. Like there was enough there was enough time for you and me, Cody and Mark, to like be born, grow up. And realize that the Jurassic World movie is problematic uh, in between these two <laughs> Right. <movies. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and the thing for sure is I didn't, like, I didn't realize, like, when I watched Jurassic World, I was like, oh, it's fun. It's just a dumb dinosaur movie. Like, I, I shouldn't expect that much out of it. And then re-watching Jurassic Park, I was like, why wouldn't I expect a lot out of <laughs> well, it? Well, like, you didn't watch The Lost did. World, which is a very bad movie. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying, like, just, like, yeah, look at how no. good Jurassic Park is. Like, yeah. I shouldn't, like, expect less out of it right. because, like, the first movie like, just nothing infuriates everything. me more than when people say, like, oh, well, it's just a kid's movie. It's not supposed to be, like, good. But then, like, there's 
like I don't know, Toy Story. It's amazing. <laughs> or Iron, Iron Giant, Giant, The Incredibles, yeah. like a list after list of them. Um, yeah, uh, I think yeah, that the problem sure. with with all of the Jurassic Park sequels is that. I don't give a fuck about any character in any of the sequels, even the characters that come back. Like yeah, Jeff like Goldblum in the, Jeff in the second Goldblum movie, I don't sucks care. Into and he's so good yeah. in one. Laura Dern's even in the third right. movie. I don't remember a single fucking thing she does. I haven't watched the third. I one. I think Sam Neill is also yeah, in the well, third one for a bit. Laura Dern is better than Sam Neill. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about a bit about the cultural influence of Jurassic Park. Do we think like it made a huge? Obviously, it made a huge dent financially. Uh, it was the highest grossing movie of all time for a while. Um, Until Titanic, it for, for, for five years. Right. Uh, was it nominated for any Oscars? It was Mark? nominated for like three technical Oscars and won all three of them. Um, mm-hmm. More specifically, those Oscars would be sound editing, sound mixing, and best visual effects. Well, the sound all does make tracks like they had to literally like imagine. What do you think this kind of dinosaur sounds like? And then I actually have written down that. the combinations for all of the dino voices. If you want to hear them, let's not go through all of them. Just give us give a us your one. favorite. Give me give me a dino, and I'll tell you what their voice was. T Rex. Uh, the T Rex was made uh, from a its its roar is a baby elephant, a tiger, and an alligator. That's dope. Damn. Its breath is a whale's blow. And its footsteps are sequoias falling. You put all those like animals those, together. Those big ass Christ. trees falling down. You put all those animals together. Squad goals. Am I right? Squad goals. Baby elephant, tiger, squad alligator, goals. squad goals. Yeah. It. So th- what's interesting is we didn't see a lot of like dinosaur ripoff movies come out from this. Um, we definitely saw, I think, like a lot of like. Science is disastrous movies. Armageddon um, which, and uh, Deep right. Impact and all that shit. But it's not like those didn't exist before Jurassic Park That's true. either. I, I, I think the biggest impact probably was in like, hey, let's make a popcorn movie that also like has an emotional core and stuff like that. I, don't, I mean, it's it, it's hard to trace the cultural impact. The impact it, is like, the CGI. Like, yeah, using, that's true. Using that's true. this much CGI in right. a movie, which like, there were a lot of practical effects in this movie, but there was so much CGI and it worked so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely like changed the game in that regard. I think you're right. That's probably the biggest cultural influence. It's like the type of movie it is. I don't think super got replicated, which is interesting. At least not successfully. Uh, because it was the... B- right, right. It's always interesting when that happens because like Avatar made more money than anything and you don't really see anybody trying to make a movie like Avatar other than Valerian maybe, which didn't do super right. well. But And that was um, also like 10 years later. Right. Five. So so it's interesting that like the stuff that carries through. Um, what, what's uh, just a random fun question. What What is y'all's favorite dinosaur? Um, I like the T-Rex. It's a pretty basic so, answer, but I really like the T-Rex. Yeah, I I like the T-Rex as well. I'm a, like a, you know, I love science. I like did a bunch of science shit in college, but I don't actually give that much of a fuck about dinosaurs, honestly. What? Dinosaurs are well, so cool. They were I so mean, cool. Now they're all The dead. thing is, we know so little about them and so much that we do know is kind of guesswork and it's proven wrong so often that I don't really follow it super closely. But um, yeah, I mean, me and Chad aren't like subscribed to Dino Weekly, but like we still have a favorite dinosaur. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, Jurassic Park is great. 
But there's, I don't, like, I was never a kid that was, like, could point to a dinosaur and be like, uh, Paleosaurus or whatever the fuck. So, in, but, in like, okay. a situation where you're at a theme park with a lot of dinosaurs and then the biggest one gets loose and What's, the T-Rex is losing the fight against the bigger one, you're not going to be the kid to think, like, oh, we need more teeth. Let's get the, oh, it was the other way around, actually. He went and got the T-Rex after the Raptors were Chad, what are you He's talking saying? about Jurassic World. Jurassic World. I will say, the kid used his dino knowledge to save the day in that movie, and it was really bad. He said, we need I more teeth, that- and then they got more teeth to win the fight. That was really bad. Maybe it is a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It does have Jimmy Buffett in it. So. Jimmy That's Buffett. True. Margaritaville. Mm. Jimmy Buffett is in it, though. Um, no, it's bad. Mark, my, my favorite dino is the ones that the kids ride in uh, Jurassic World. The like, fucking like, ball that Jimmy no, Fallon's in? No, <laughs> that's like, not a dinosaur. That's no, a ball. The glass ball like that, is not a that dinosaur. That one, like, it's like a really short... In the montage of the park itself, there's like an area where kids are riding on the back of dinosaurs. Oh, in the uh, the like uh, the petting zoo area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get. I know what you're talking about. So whatever that. I don't remember. Dinosaur I think they're like baby I triceratops. You. I like the dinosaurs with saddles on it at the Ken Ham Creation Museum. Um. My favorite dinosaur is a triceratops. I had a stuffed triceratops as a kid. Hey, what's the um, but what's here, the dinosaur that like that kills Newman and that has like the wings on the side of its face? The and spits uh, Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus is that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They try to make yeah. those cute and squirt water at you on the ride, the Jurassic Park ride, and it oh, is yeah. not cute. It's very scary if you've seen the movie. <laughs> it's very scary. It's like acid. Yeah. You're like, oh, please. It's hey, supposed to be like a cute, I'm spitting water at you so you'll get a little more wet after the big drop, but it's, I did not like that. It was very scary. Fun science fact about <laughs> Dilophosaurus Um, in the, the real world, they didn't have those neck frills and also don't actually spit venom. Well... It's okay, then they got the wrong dinosaur because, like, there is a dinosaur that does that. We saw it on a movie, so it may not be yeah, this one. So you wrong. told me the wrong name is the problem. Not yeah, yeah, yeah that's what exactly. It was. You I told me you the wrong. Just you were wrong, wrong about the name of the dinosaur. Um, um, also, fun fact about Dilophosaurus is the that thing they spit out. They made that using KY jelly. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, gross! They, they should have um, used Barbasol. They should have, but that does not look anything like. It's venom. Um, it is KY. I think the reason. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I think the reason the Triceratops was my favorite dinosaur is because the only thing I knew about dinosaurs was from Power Rangers, uh, and that was one of the dinosaurs there. I guess for a while I thought dinosaurs were just giant mechs. Giant um, mechs. That... Mechs. M e c h. Giant uh, kaiju fighting robots. Um. Anyway, I enjoy this motion picture. Is there anything else, Mark? Any fun facts we haven't touched on? We touched. We've touched on a lot of stuff. We've gone through the plot. Um. Um. I feel like we've gone through it pretty well. But is there any fun facts you want to oh, tell us? Oh, should we talk about the research? the book? Yeah. It was like so. I don't know how to read. Oh. Science fiction from twenty years ago, so I've never read the book. Oh, um, okay. So well, you read it just the same as you would read something from today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's oh, exactly the same. Okay. Uh, language hasn't changed Who that knew? much. It's not on your phone. Right. You're millennial. It actually yeah. might be on. Your Maybe phone. you could not download it on yeah, your you on your it. damn smartphone. Maybe damn, it's on Tumblr or your whatever. Damn Amazon, your apps. 
jam apps. Yeah, okay. just app it. App it. Hey, 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 CBS. Um, just tell me. Just tell me what the book. But like, aren't millennials to... bad for uh, phones though? So, so what's what's substantial and what that I wanted to talk about is in the book the characters. So, like the plot is is basically the same, but the characters are really different. Um, like in the book, Grant is basically like an Indiana Jones scientist adventurer kind of guy. That's about the Um, same. Well, no, because I mean he is a scientist who wears a hat sometimes. Yeah, but like like, Indiana Jones, he he feels more real and less like kick ass you know in that's the movie. true yeah he sort of um, yeah he yeah, yeah. he rises up to the moment but he would never seek something like that out in his yeah own. exactly yeah more and of a john mcclain less of a rambo in the book as well right. uh ellie and grant aren't dating she is like his uh his like student uh but she's like a, a like a drop dead gorgeous blonde babe uh, and that's does like he, her role in the book. Does he mansplain dinosaurs to her in the book? I'm I'm positive. I didn't read the book because uh, why would I? Um, um, I actually have written in my notes: Doctor Alan Grant mansplains raptors to a child. I think that's uh, just called adult splaining, though. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But it definitely felt like a mansplaining thing. I was like, okay, Alan Grant. Um, yeah, I. Uh, that, that's that stuff's interesting. I, I I think what Spielberg did was make the characters a lot more human. Yeah, apparently when when so uh, Crichton wrote the first draft of the script, and then David Kep came in and was like, "Hey, this is uh, bad," and he like <laughs> gave it a lot more depth and kind of like uh, spread the exposition out a lot more. Yeah, uh, well, and Mr. DNA is not in the book. Uh, <gasps> Spielberg had the idea for that. Spielberg, like, you know, uh, he, he just he's a good like, director after all. He really, truly is. I had my doubts before this yeah. movie. I never did, Steve. <laughs> I never did. Steve-o. So, Steven, Steve-o, Steven if you're listening to this podcast, you know you have a fan. Stevie S. Yeah. I, like, my favorite movie is E.T. Like, I... God, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg, anyway. but like, um, but Steve, so, if you're listening, like, what was up with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Like, what was up with that? Chad, hey, Ch- uh, I don't want to get into this now, but uh, what was up with Crystal Skull was George Lu or Steven Spielberg let his best friend do whatever he wanted and then directed the movie, uh, and George and Lucas ruined that movie. Apparently, George Lucas also like directed that movie. Yeah, yeah. Spielberg was kind of hands off, and he was like, "Whatever, George, we'll do what you want." Uh, very much he, for that movie. He basically, you know how like sometimes Ringo would write a song for the Beatles, and they ended up being like Octopus's Garden, and they were like, "Yeah, fine, Ringo, sure." <laughs> right, exactly. That's what that's what Steven Spielberg did with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes, exactly. Um, so, any other thoughts on? Uh, well, let, let's get thoughts on um, Jurassic Park. Normally, this would be the part where we. Um, vote against the movie from the previous week to like pit it against it but this is our first episode our first movie of this year so as it stands jurassic park is the best movie of right definitely i think um, we should still vote yeah we I should think probably we should still, still vote. vote i will f- submit I will to the force format you two to say that in a minute um yeah okay so what do you well we'll get to that at the end because that's when we handle it but what are what are your like final thoughts um uh i will say that i think that there is very very little wrong with this movie like this movie is kind of amazing and perfect i think that not to put you on the spot mark uh, but 
not to huh? put you on the spot, but like, what are some of its imperfections? I'm just curious what you would See, say. So, so I think that my biggest problem with this is the the Nedry storyline feels a little bit unnecessary, okay. and I think part of that is because it's wrapped up like literally that whole storyline is wrapped up pretty quick. It's just like it's a it's just it's a storyline that's used and isn't necessarily like I love like ne- I love every second the... Nedry's on screen though. He's so no I. I like him too, but like he dies an hour into this two hour movie. Like it's, it's, they present him as the villain of the movie at the beginning, but he really is just a catalyst. I think exactly. Yeah. And I, I wish that they had, they hadn't put him as the villain of the movie, but I guess the movie, the movie is kind of about the idea of like, uh, no, I don't have a defense for this. <laughs> I, I think I think if you if you gave me like an hour, I could I could think of a reasoning. But like, it's just like I I wish that they had either made his storyline longer, um, or they had not used it as heavily. Right. It's I mean, like I it's think... like a major part of the movie for the first half, and then forgotten about. Right. And and I think this like proves the point that you were saying, Mark, is that like. Any gripe you have is a small gripe. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just like it could be better, but like yeah, fine. Like which I think like proves what you were saying, Chad. Um, thoughts? Uh, it's my favorite dinosaur movie. It's very good. I really like it a lot. Okay, no. what's your what's your what's your fifth favorite dinosaur movie? Um, it, what? What's why? your favorite dinosaur movie that is not in the Jurassic Park? Uh, the franchise? movie Dinosaur. We're back. Uh, Disney dinosaur. No, we're back is way better than dinosaur. Well, he said he said What's fifth favorite. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, fair enough. I went on the dinosaur ride at Disney World, and it's odd. Yeah, it's oh, an odd movie. Too. Uh, I will it say, very, it's, yeah, it's, it's the weird. animation is weird. It's like, yeah, realistic. It's not good. But we're back. Yeah, we're back is a great dinosaur movie. Executive <laughs> produced by Steven Spielberg. What's that Whoopi Goldberg Dino Dino Cop movie? There's a Dino uh, Cop movie with Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Is it called Rex? Yes. Okay, I, I take it so. back. I haven't seen it. That's my favorite dinosaur movie now. But Jurassic Park, yeah, <laughs> it's my second favorite dinosaur movie, and it's really good, and I like it a lot. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've talked about the effects. I've talked about we've talked about. The, have we really mentioned the performances? Because they're all really good. The children performances yeah, are really they're good. All, they're all Laura really Dern's good. Awesome. Also, we kind of we kind of we kind of brushed over Samuel L. Jackson, who is yeah. He had our uh, our, our first line of the podcast came from his mouth. Hold on to your yep. butts. He says it twice. Hold he says that multiple butts. times it, too. Yeah, he says it yeah. twice, which is but weird. I I love it. Like they I mean, really it's just part of that. his dude's got to catch part of his character. He says hold on to your butts a lot. Okay, hold on, super quick. To your butts. I know we need to wrap this up, but I need to tell you super quick. The movie with Whoopi Goldberg is called Theodore Rex. Theodore uh, Rex. And get it, it has get a, it like T-Rex? It has a 2.4 out of 10 on IMDb, <laughs> which is bad. insane. Uh, no, that's pretty bad. It um, could be worse. I need to tell you one fact about Theodore Rex, okay? Um, hold on. Where'd it the go? thing is, before you get into that, Cody, like if I'm going to watch a Theodore Rex movie with Whoopi Goldberg in it, I'm not gonna want it to be any higher than two point five out of ten. I don't. I would not oh, want to yeah, like invest sure. the time in an eight out of ten star Whoopi Goldberg Theodore Rex movie. Like, eh, next, please. I'm much more interested in the two point five. Yeah, more like Theodore next. Huh. 
Okay, please let me tell you this Okay, fact. please So do. apparently Whoopi Goldberg was just like randomly talking to the director or whatever, and she made a verbal agreement to be in the movie. But then she was like, no, I don't want to do this. So the director filed a $20 million lawsuit against her, which made her have to star in the movie. <laughs> I mean... Any movie, any movie that is legally obligated to happen, I love. What, like, what wow. year was this movie? 1995. Can we do that instead of the Razzie <laughs> that year? Uh, I don't remember Maybe. what the Razzie is, but we'll talk about Theodore Rex. Okay. Sure. Um, I so might watch it and the Razzie. Theodore Rex. Right. Um, Run me in five months when we get to 1995. Right. So I obviously absolutely love this movie. That's why I picked it. Um, I don't see a lot wrong with it. I like, like re-watching it, I was still like blown away. Watching it like... On my TV at home, I'm like, this is oh, still yeah. like my, my rewatch experience. I was like blown away with the movie. I forgot how good it was. Like, it's so good. It's like, yeah, I, I rewatched it on a laptop in bed on a bad day, and it was great. Right, and I don't, I don't want us to be like hype hyperbolic early on or anything like that. And I'm, I promise, I won't say this about all my picks, but like, I kind of feel like Jurassic Park is as close to perfect as a movie can get like uh, for me i guess like it truly is to me as close to perfect as a movie can get it just works on literally every level to me um thinking of the list of 1993 movies it's gonna be hard for something to beat this and i agree but we will talk about those when we get to them but i uh, we'll see we'll see we'll see so next week uh we will be looking at my movie uh, my pick for 93, mm-hmm. Dazed and Confused. Which which is High great. schoolers going up against the dinosaurs. Yep, I'm excited about it because I have never seen it, so that'll be uh, interesting. Just before you um, roll your eyes in the middle of the movie, you know that it's the, the birthplace of Matthew McConaughey's catchphrase, all right, all right, all right, right? Yes, okay. I do, and I, I'm going in with an open mind. Just we'll b- see. pretend you live in a world... <laughs> Where that's not like a thing that people do when you go into watch yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah I, I'm also pretend you're it. in a world where people beat the shit out of freshmen. Right. So, so we'll we'll talk about that movie. Um, not next week. Our next episode, which will come out in two weeks. Right. Um. So, um, super quick. Do you guys want to plug where people can find you on well, Twitter and Letterbox? We, we got to vote. Well, no, we pl- we no, plug we vote first. At the end. We vote we, at the end. Oh, we plug okay, first, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. Yes. I you got can it. find me right. on Twitter.com uh, at Chad A. Oliver. And you can also follow me at Letterboxd, where I rate and review movies, and I always take the reviewing very seriously. Mark? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Watlington Mark. Uh, I'm also on Letterboxd. I think my name is like Mark0014 for some reason. Yeah, it's uh, and I write for this website called Talk Film Society occasionally. So just like I'll probably tweet about it. Yep. 
Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Lunsford underscore. I think my letterbox is the same. Um, I don't have that common of a name, so you can just search me on letterbox and find me. Um, I also will log every single movie I watch. We'll write a dumb review about all of them. Um, and this is a good time to put out there. Um, I have one on my page already. Um, I will probably try and get Chad and Mark to make one as well um, to have a uh, best pictures podcast list on each of our letterbox profiles. Right. So you can keep up with what the movies we are watching for each um, year and what we're. Um, I have one. I just don't have it. It's not called best pictures, but I can just change the name. Well, but I'm talking about one that it has everybody's picks included in it. So your list oh, would okay, also yeah. have mine. And um, sure. we'll talk about it later. Chad's. You should also um, go to facebook.com and search Best Pictures Facebook group. Um, join that Facebook group because that is a place where you can talk to fellow Best Pictures listeners. And with us, you we have discussion threads about the movies. We have discussion threads about the episodes. Uh, you can give us feedback there. Um, and you can just talk about movies in general. We all love movies yeah. and want to talk about them. Yeah, um, make l- sure let to us know. subscribe. Let us know if we're... Yeah, subscribe, rate, and review us early on. That's really important. I was going to talk about the Facebook group. Yes. Um, on iTunes, uh, all your podcast apps, we're everywhere. You can find us. Please, please, please tell your friends. That's the only way we grow is if you tell people about us. Um, Especially this like early on at- season that like couldn't be more important right now. Right. For sure. Uh, this is the only time you'll hear us be like genuine um, is when asking um, and like, cause we care about movies. We do. We care about movies. We care about this podcast. We are so excited for the rest of this and can't wait to talk about more movies with you guys. So join that Facebook group, like see, see us talk about stuff, like be in it with us. It's uh, it's very cool. Um, okay, so this is the end of the episode. We're about to vote and declare what the best picture of 1993 is. Uh, then I'm going to sign us out each week or each episode. Mark and Chad give me a quote from a movie. Most of the time for the movie we watched um, that I have to say at the end, I have no knowledge of what it is beforehand. They always drop it in the document. It's always a shock. So that's how we end the episodes um, each time. But before we do that, Chad, What's the best movie of 1993? Based on what I've seen, probably Jurassic Park. Mark, uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm, sp- I'm supposed to ask Mark. This is all. Yeah, I think yeah, you're this is all scripted. We're breaking the fourth wall. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Mark. What? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite movie of the year 1993? It's funny you should ask. I was just thinking about that. Uh, I think it's really, really... I think when it comes down to it, it's probably Jurassic Park. Hey, hey Mark, Mark, ask ask Cody now. Oh, that's a good idea. Hey, uh, Cody. What's up? What's your favorite movie of, sure. of, of 1993? Right. There is not a single doubt in my mind that my favorite movie of 1993 is... Jurassic Park. Uh, We'll see you in two weeks, everybody. And remember, I threw up.